0: Welcome back, everybody, to the uh, NBA segment of the Dodgers, Lakers, and Patriots and Rams podcast. And um, James is back with me to talk about news around the NBA and recapping games from the NBA as well and also previewing today's NBA game. So, first off, let's start off with the Lakers game recap against the Timberwolves and also previewing games against the Suns and Sixers. The Lakers just really took this game for granted. And tell me what you think and... Um, what do the Lakers need to do better and if they want to win games without LeBron? Yeah, uh ultimately I think it's gotta come down
1: to their defense just because that's kind of been where they've been hurting the most, I think. Uh like I know their offense is like fully capable of scoring as many points as they want. Even without LeBron, like their offense has really looked fine to me for the most part. But uh it's more so their defense, I think. They're just letting teams score too much against them and that's kind of causing them to end up losing games. And like I, I especially look at the Timberwolves game last night, oh, excuse me, that was like a close game, pretty much the entire first half. Then in the second half, the Timberwolves just started to kind of pull away, and the Lakers just weren't able to catch up to them. And like unfortunately, like those are like mistakes like that are, are what's costing them these games. Because obviously having LeBron would help them out, but now that he's out, they kind of have to rely on each other. And like it seems more like kind of like the team that they had last year. Um, I mean having Rondo back. Definitely helps, especially with the injury to Alonzo Ball. Uh, I actually thought he looked pretty good last night. I think he'll be good filling until Zoe comes back. But um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I do think they took that one for granted. I don't. I think the Timberwolves are like a decent team, but I don't think they're that great. But like I did think that was like a winnable game, especially where it was kind of close for a decent amount of it. It's just unfortunate because they can't be letting these losses slip away if they want to make the playoffs this year.
0: Totally of course and then um what i think james the lakers gotta find a way to not take for granted the phoenix suns and then they got a tough matchup with the philadelphia 76ers rondo looks good but if the lakers lose the sun on suns on sunday then it would make me want to throw up and it would be embarrassing
1: oh yeah absolutely uh the sixers game i'm not like expecting them to lose but i don't i don't think they'll have a great shot winning that one but uh I do agree with you. Like, they have to win this game against the Suns uh, just because their Suns have just been awful this year. And, like, at this point, they need all the wins that they can get just so they can, like, get back into the playoffs and not, like, not make these games against easy teams. lost wins.
0: All right. And we'll get to our All-Star Game stuff in just a moment. But let's preview some NBA Friday games. And, um... Start off from the top from the 7 p.m. Eastern game. That's going to be tipping off pretty soon. The Washington Wizards playing the Orlando Magic easily. I think the Magic win this game.
1: Um, Yeah, I can see that going either way. I think, um, I don't know, having more than at home will definitely help them. But the Wizards have kind of disappointed me this year. Um, it'll go either way,
0: but I think I like the Magic too in that one. Yeah, the Wizards have been very disappointing this year. And uh, I think – I think the Magic will end up winning this game by a point, and then we'll move on to the Battle of New York. I'm looking forward to this one, too. The Nets have been playing out of their minds lately, and the Knicks are just tanking because they don't have Kristaps Porzingis. And I think Brooklyn will win by a point here.
1: Yeah, I like Brooklyn in that game, too. The Knicks have been really disappointed this year. I mean, I know that it was kind of predicted that they'd be bad but i mean they just have had like an awful year and then the nets have also really surprised me um i wasn't even expecting them to even be in a playoff position but they've really been playing really well Uh, i've liked d'angelo russell i think he's been outstanding for them especially as of late so yeah they've had a really good season i think they're surprising a lot of people as well
0: yeah the nets have been surprising a lot of people this year and then this one Let's just go a score prediction here between the Heat and Cavs. The Cavs are definitely going to be losing this game as well. I say the Miami Heat win. Yeah, I'm taking the Heat in that one too. Although I hate the Clippers in this, in this as a Laker fan myself and then talk about their matchup with the Chicago Bulls. I think the Chicago Bulls will have what it takes to upset the Clippers.
1: Okay. um, I actually think I'm still going to take the Clippers. one. Well, I haven't been – too too impressed with the bulls this year i think the clippers will find a way to win that one totally
0: and uh the one i want to watch tonight on espn is the toronto raptors and the houston rockets i want to see both of my favorite players play against each other between Kawhi leonard and uh, james harden and uh i think james harden i'm calling my shot here i think he could go to 70 points tonight or maybe do that game against the knicks
1: yeah, I could. I don't know, it'll be tough against the Raptors. They have a good team, but um, yeah, I'm gonna take the Rockets over the Raptors too. I think um, I do. I do think Harden will at least fifty. I think. I think he. I think like with this stretch he's had, it's been amazing. I, I think he'll at least
0: touch fifty. I think so too. And then also, the other game that I that I think is going to be interesting too, the Kings and Grizzlies. I have the Grizzlies winning this one so that they can keep their playoff hopes alive. I originally have them sixth in the West to finish out the season, but it looks like they're starting to tank a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Um, I actually, I'm going to take the Grizzlies too in that game, but yeah, it does look like that. It looks like, um, I think they've been trying to trade Conley and Gasol, and then I guess they're going to buy out or do something to Chandler Parsons too. So it looks like they're starting to shake up their team a bit.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, I think what we'll get to in a minute about, which head coaches are on the hot seat. I think one of them is J.V. Bickerstaff. I was told that earlier that if the Grizzlies continue the way they've been playing right now, it looks like J.B. Bickerstaff will no longer be their head coach that much longer.
1: Oh, yeah, I think so too. I think that like the Grizzlies aren't great, but I think they have like a decent enough team that they could like maybe get into the one of the last, maybe not this year, but like they have the roster capable of potentially getting into like one of those last seeds. So yeah, I, I could see that happening
0: too. And now let's go to the two. 8:30 30 p.m eastern time zone games for the eastern conference so i have although the pistons and mavs are playing i really think this is an interesting matchup to look for but i have the pistons winning this game because i think blake griffin and, D- and andre drummond are going to carry this team and i'm like man they got to go out there and just find a way to keep pace down the stretch and with the mavericks they're going to be a fun team to watch and i think down the stretch they're going to be tough to beat against and tough to play against with Doncic, Dennis Smith Jr., Harrison Barnes, DeAndre Jordan. This is a good Mavs team they got.
1: No, yeah, I agree. The Mavs are definitely on the rise. Uh, I'm gonna take the Pistons in that matchup too. Uh, I kind of like them a little bit better over the Mavericks. And then I also think it'll be interesting that uh, Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan they'll be playing against each other. I don't know if they
0: have already yet, but I, th- I think this might be the first time they face off against each other. Yeah, for sure. And then now the. Other eight thirty game I think is going to be a good one is, although the Charlotte Hornets are not rebuilding, they're going to be a team that I think is going to be a contender. And the Milwaukee Bucks win this one on a one sided victory.
1: Yeah, I like the Bucks in that one too. I think uh, I don't know. It really depends. Really, excuse me. It really depends on how Kumba Walker carries the Hornets in that one. I think the Bucks have been one of the best teams in the league this year. I think they shouldn't really have a problem with that
0: one. Yeah, they shouldn't have a problem with that, too. And then now the other game is the Phoenix Suns and the Denver Nuggets. And um, I think the Denver Nuggets will win this game. I think that game in this contest will be over by halftime.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. I think the Nuggets are going to blow out the Suns.
0: And then the other one is the last game of the day, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Utah Jazz. And I think the Utah Jazz win that game.
1: Yeah, I like the Jazz in that one as well.
0: And now, now that we previewed NBA Friday, um, let's recap the uh, All-Star Game starting lineups. And also, do you agree with the captains of Team Giannis and Team LeBron?
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, it actually was what I had predicted originally. But, um, yeah, that's what I kind of anticipated. I figured I think Giannis has been the best player in the East. Uh, I think he could potentially win the MVP, too, this year. So, if that would make sense then. In the West, even though LeBron has been injured for some time, so he has missed games, but I, I kind of understand why. I mean, I guess, like, marketing-wise, it is the best to have him be the starter. But, I mean, regardless of that stuff, like, he definitely does deserve it. So, I'm happy for like, for both of
0: them. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good All-Star weekend, and then we'll get to that in just a minute. We'll just get to that in the next few weeks and talk about in, in the All-Star game draft, which is going to air on February 7th, which I'm looking forward to as well. And then um, let's talk about the early preview of the NBA trade deadline. And I kind of don't see the Lakers going out there and making a move to get an Anthony Davis or anything like that. I think whoever will get traded at the trade deadline, it could be most likely John Wall that will get traded at the trade deadline so that the Wizards could start tanking.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Um, Look at the Lakers specifically, I don't really see them to really making anything, to be completely honest. I mean, they may make, like, a minor trade or something to get, like, some role players, but if they're looking for, like, that Anthony Davis trade or something like that, I think that's going to wait till the off season. I don't think that's a move they'd make in the middle of the season, but, um, yeah, I think the Wizards may look to move on from John Wall. I think that, uh, like I just mentioned before with the Grizzlies, they may look to move Conley and Gasol. Uh, and then i like, got seeing that Timberwolves, maybe, they'll look to move Wiggins, um, I ultimately don't think they will. I think they'll just end up keeping him, but he's someone to look for. Um I know the Cavs have mentioned moving Rodney Hood. Uh the Knicks look like they might try to move Ennis Cantor sure. and then not that I really care too too much about it, but it'll also be interesting to see what happens to Carmelo Anthony where he's gonna end
0: up. Totally, man. I mean it'll be interesting to see how that folds, but I think it it should be it should be pretty it should be pretty straightforward, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: And uh, now with the uh, – now that we kind of previewed that, and then talk about a devastating blow to the Pacers and losing Victor Oladipo for the year. Did you think that was such a big blow after that scary leg injury?
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, especially after, like, what I saw in the playoffs from last year. I thought Victor Oladipo was really carry the Pacers. He's – been playing a lot better than like what he used to be on uh the Magic and Thunder. So he's like been one of the maybe not like the best, but he's one of been definitely one of the better players in the NBA this year. Uh looked like the Pacers are back on the rise again. And like it definitely does hurt them. Uh I don't know. Since now that he's out, I don't think they're gonna have as much in the playoffs this year just because they've relied on him so much. But uh it's definitely unfortunate for the Pacers. I, I do feel kinda of sorry for them. I thought that I don't know if they'd be like. I didn't think they'd be the favorites in the
0: East, but I definitely thought that they could at least make a run in it. Yeah, I mean, at least the Pacers will still make a run. I think that that's going to happen for sure. But I mean, nonetheless, I mean, should be, should be, should be. The Pacers will still be in good hands by then. And then, my question for you is: Will the Nets make the playoffs if Charlotte collapses? Or will the Lakers fight for a playoff spot in the West once LeBron returns?
1: Um, I can see both happening. I think, I think the Nets will end up getting into the playoffs. Um, I mean, maybe they'll both be able to make it. I think, I think I'd make the Nets a little bit more likely. I just think they're, they're like, I think they have a little bit of a better team. You though neither, even though both their teams are kind of a little bit similar. I think I like the Nets a little bit better. And then I do think so the same with the Lakers, uh, They're already out of it as of right now, but I think once they get LeBron back, their team will be much, much better, and I think they'll be able to get back into the race pretty easily. Or not easily, but I think, like, it'll be easier to kind of, like, make up some of the ground that they've lost once they get him back.
0: I, I kind of think the Lakers will miss the playoffs by a game because I think the Jazz will make it, and I think the Clippers will end up getting the sixth spot in the West for sure since, you know, how tough the West is. But, I mean... This is a competition that LeBron has to get used to. But, I mean, I think um, they just got to go out. They just got to figure, figure out their uh, roster first once LeBron gets back. But also, um, our final, my final NBA thought for the day is um, I just want to see the Lakers find a way to start winning games on a consistent basis. Try to do it without LeBron before he gets back. So that it takes the pressure off of him.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. I think they really do have to start winning a lot of these games, just finding out how to ways to win the tougher games. Just because, like, I don't want to see like what happened with the Cavs last year, where towards the end, like, you kind of see that they were kind of just solely relying on the Bronx to get those victories. And I, I think um, it's a different situation where, like, the Cavs they already knew, yeah. The playoffs, but I think it definitely is going to be difficult, regardless. If it comes back so. Hopefully they can – hopefully when he does come back, they'll be closer to the playoff race than
0: they are now. I mean, yeah, if you look at it, I mean, you know, the west is tough, but the east is very easy to predict. But anyways, James, um, I will talk to you next Friday, and be sure to look out for an email from me sometime today or tomorrow. All
1: right, definitely sounds good.